Good morning, good morning, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it may be when you're listening to this. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Jeannie Cisco Meth. And this morning when I was walking with my husband, we take about a three-mile walk um, at least five days a week, sometimes six, and once in a while seven, but usually at least five days a week. And when we walk, we pray and we give thanksgiving and we're grateful. And so we have this this little ritual that we do. Well, today when we were walking, my husband was praying and thanking the Lord for a lot of different things. And he said something that he's never said before. And I thought, wow, that's a teaching moment. And so I thought I would share it with you. And what he said was, Lord, thank you for the pebble in my shoe, because it reminds me to remove the things that hinder me. I was like, wow, that's profound. What if we could spend some time today removing the things in our life that hinder us? So often we're not even aware of them. We just continually run the patterns in our life or go about our schedules or go about our day without even thinking about what am I doing? What's my intention for doing this? I had the privilege of being on a podcast earlier today. Now, I'm sure as you know, most podcasts are also TV interviews because, you know, they're streamed live to Facebook or LinkedIn or or somewhere. So as we were meeting, you know, he he asked me a question that said, how do you manage the weather in your space? And I said, well, that comes from being aware of what's going on. That comes from asking the tough questions and making changes as needed. And, you know, we were talking specifically about the workplace. You know, how can you create a more respectful workplace or manage the weather in your workplace? Because there, you know, let's face it, there's some tough times going on in the workplace. There's some tough times in the world right now. And I realized that we need more help managing the weather in our space. You know, taming that bully between our ears, taming the external and the internal bullies and and harassment that's going on. And it starts with me taking care of my space. And the way I do that is to pay very close attention to my thoughts and how they affect me and how they impact me. So I need to remove the negative thoughts that hinder me and bring in more thoughts that help me. You see, whatever I focus on, I get more of. And so if I'm focusing on the negative, I get more negative. And if I'm focusing on the positive, I see more positive because sometimes that's all it is. It's not necessarily that I bring more positivity to me or I bring more negativity to me. It's that I'm aware of it. You see, in our minds, we have this um, thing, we have this object, whatever you want to call it called the Reticular Activating System, the RAS. And the RAS tells us what to pay attention to. And so it's the filter between our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. And the RAS says, oh, that's not important. Let's ignore that. Oh, that's important. I better make sure she knows about this. And so it's that filter that tells us what is important. 
it doesn't tell us whether it's hindering us or helping us. It just tells us what we've told it is important. And so if I upgrade my reticular activating system, I become more aware of the good things in my life. Now, if I don't intentionally change what I'm focusing on, I automatically default to my programming. And my programming is to find the negative. My human programming wants to help me survive. And so it's got to point out the negative so that I don't, you know, get eaten or hurt or in danger. And so by taking a moment to upgrade my reticular activating system, then more good, I'm aware of more and more good. And so let's say, for example, that I am walking down the street and all I'm seeing is bad things. There's good going on on that street as well, usually. I can't say always, but usually there's good happening around us just as much, if not more, than the negative. But our brains are wired to seek out the negative because it helps us survive. That's what it does. It wants us to survive, to live another day. But it doesn't help me thrive unless I train it to help me thrive. And the way I do that is by teaching my subconscious what's important. And I do that by when my subconscious goes, oh my gosh, look out, danger, danger. I say, thank you so much for sharing. I choose to focus on this. And so whenever I'm making a decision, that reticular activating system pops up and says, hey, beware, look out, oh no, what about, what if? If I'm going to say what if and go to the negative, in order to balance that, I must go to the positive side as well. That gives me a more fair evaluation of what's going on. So often people get stuck in the negative side of the evaluation. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but before I learned how to manage my emotions and what was going on, I would set a goal and I'd be so excited about this goal. And then within a day or two, I was totally discouraged and I didn't even want to try it. Well, what I realized was happening as my reticular activating system, my subconscious was warning me about all the dangers that could happen to me in the pursuit of that goal. Once I realized that, I was able to just take a moment and acknowledge, say, oh, yep, okay, yep, that could happen. Um, probably not likely to happen, but yes, you're right, it could happen. Oh, yep, yep, that could happen too. And then I would start saying, guess what else can happen? And I started listing all of the positive things that could come from attaining that goal as well. And in the process of listing all the positive things that could come, it would click my reticular activating system over to finding the positive. And then my emotion was excited and let's go, we've got this. And then I would start taking action. You see, the sequence of events is thought. I have a thought, which is immediately followed by an emotion. Sometimes those emotions are strong and powerful. Sometimes they're weak and unnoticed. Sometimes they're in between. It's usually 
a powerful emotion if it's something that scares me. That powerful emotion then stops me from taking the action I need to take to create whatever goal it is that I want. You see, everything that I want is right outside my comfort zone. And so if I'm not willing to get uncomfortable, that means I won't bust through that comfort zone barrier and I'm going to be held captive to where I currently am. And I find a lot of people falling prey to that. They're afraid to step outside their comfort zone, therefore they remain bound within it. Everything you already have and experience is inside your comfort zone, even the negative things. So if you have something in your comfort zone that you don't want, you need to replace it with something that you do want. You can't just remove it because by removing it, you create a vacuum. And so I choose what I put in that place. That's the way I upgrade my habits. I pay attention to what's hindering me. And then I remove it by replacing it with something that helps and empowers me. And I do that by paying attention to the emotions that come after the thought. Now I know this is really deep stuff and we're diving really deep here. I get that. And I also know that you can pause this and listen to it over and over and over again until you get it. Because this is a powerful lesson that has allowed me to attain every goal I've ever set since learning this principle. Because I pay attention to the thought followed by the emotion and then I decide what to do with that emotion so that I can move myself forward or stop myself from doing the behavior I want to remove. I know it's simple and it's significant. And you may have the tendency to say, Jeannie, that's too easy. I don't believe it. And you may want to negate it. I caution you against that. You're right. This is simple. This is not so easy as it seems on the surface. And once you dive in and start doing it, you may realize that it's even more difficult than you thought. The difficulty lies from trying to discern the emotion. You see, so often we block our emotions or we shut off our emotions or we turn a blind eye to our emotions. We've gotten so used to numbing our emotions that it can be difficult to find them. And so I invite you right now today to start paying attention to your emotions. Start looking at them, start feeling them, start experiencing them. Because as you do that, you'll become better and better at identifying them and then learning how to harness the ones that help move you forward and stop the ones that hinder you or pull you back. Kind of like that rock in my husband's shoe this morning. If you want some help going a little bit deeper into this or learning the steps at a more extensive detail, please reach out to me. Jeannie at GeniesiscoMeth.com. Reach out to me and say, Hey Jeannie, I want to schedule some of your time so that I can go a little bit deeper into understanding how to remove the hindrances in my space so I can manage the weather in my space better because that will help you. 
And that is so important. And so let me know how I can be of service to you. Give me some time to help teach you how to manage the weather in your space and remove the hindrances that may be bothering you and stopping you from moving forward. Thank you so much for joining me yet again today, my friend. Reach out to me. Let me know I can be of service. Have a beautiful day and bye for now.